Know the Source on One Radio Network. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Indeed it is, you jelly beans, how you, or organic jelly beans. How you doing? It's a Wednesday, and that would be the third Wednesday of the month, which brings us to Adam 2.0. He's on the first Monday, and the third Wednesday, he's in um, the wokest state of the Union, California, USA, and we'll meet him in a second after we do just a little biz. So stick around. Um, today, tomorrow will be the two-month anniversary for being without a phone. And, oh, you know, we should have done it today. We're going to do it for Friday. Somebody suggested that we give you a hot link on the front page to Zoom, and you can click on the hot link in your email, and we can take your calls in on Zoom. I don't know how we do that when the guest is, no. Oh, but Friday we won't have Zoom. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. So by Friday we'll have be able to take phone calls. We're going to figure this out because Spirit is encouraging us to do this on our own. It is the, the 17th of May, and uh, here we are. Here we are. Hmm. <clears throat> I tell you what, it's just uh, bonkers out there in the matrix. I'm glad we don't spend time there. But every now and then we look at it and say, whoa, this movie is just not right. I think I'm just going to watch uh, Sleepless in Seattle and uh, and go move on, you know. <laughs> what do you think, Adam Bergstrom? Uh, just some old, old movies or, you know, Russian movies is better than watching the matrix, right, out there. Russian movies are better and old movies, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old time Hollywood was great. Pretty great. They had no objection, but lately, mm, 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 mm. Oh, I don't know. I what hope the, it all goes to Texas. I don't <laughs> know what they are. Yeah, did you see that? They're really, they're really building up the, the idea of, of Texas being the next Hollywood, which is pretty cool. I think it's a great idea. Could, hmm. could be because California is driving everybody out everybody of here. Everybody, yeah, everybody and their brothers moving, huh? Yeah. yeah. So if you'd like to be on the all show. All the companies. Yeah, all the companies. It is, uh, it is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom's one of the finer in Carolina uh, researchers that we know. He's learned, how to, uh, <laughs> he's learned how to trick Google into submission. And his website is SolarTiming.com. <laughs> and uh, one of the books you think, that'd be your first book to get would be Mind Hacking for, Mil- for the Millions, right? That'd be a good one. That's the one I would recommend because really, mind over matter. If you have a strong enough mind, then matter doesn't matter. Matter doesn't matter. Don't you think it's fun where that whole saying, Adam, came from, does it matter? Does it matter? (laughs) You think think about something long enough and believe in it, it will matter. It'll turn into matter. It happens. It happens. I think that's where the saying comes from, does it matter? Even on a non-metaphysical mat, uh, mm-hmm. reason, you would uh, if I want a computer, I think about it first, and then I create it from that. But it works even more metaphysically, where you yes. can create things instantaneously yeah. once we get to that level of evolution. And I think the more we understand that there is no time, the instant manifestation is easier to come up with because we can spend a lot of years thinking 
okay, I want a pony, and it's going to come tomorrow. And if you keep thinking it's going to come tomorrow, as the movie says, tomorrow never comes. Well, it's a James Bond movie, right? Because <laughs> there is no tomorrow. It's always now. We have to, in my opinion, we have to accept the pony being in our yard right now. And you keep looking out there and say, there it is, there it is, and pretty soon it's there. I mean, that's kind of a weird metaphor, but you know <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean. You understand. That's why all the sci-fi movies show time travel. What is that going to do to our sense of history, to our sense of time, time travel? With time travel, uh, you can be anytime, anywhere, in anything, because one thing destroys the other, so everything just is what we would call chaos, which, by the way, is a fancy Dutch word for gas. C-H-A-O-S is how they spell gas. And we get the word gas, G-A-S, out of that. It's a gas. Jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash. Somebody was, uh, I was. Somebody sent me a video. It was all about physical reality where hydrogen mixes with carbon dioxide. What, what's up with that? What's up with that? Well, according to Swami Nidhigrudi Adana Lay, mm-hmm. uh, the Akashic record is helium, the one right after oh, hydrogen. And, and hydrogen is desire. So hmm. what Adano said is any guru who says don't, uh, uh, don't desire, kill desire, that's like destroying life because desire is what hydrogen, which started the whole thing thing. there would be no show no movie (laughs) no projection without hydrogen so hydrogen is desire oxygen is the consciousness to enjoy it the witness and then you have a carbon dioxide which is attachment now that can be good because you can keep an immortal body or you can be attached to things you shouldn't be and they be anchors for you yeah so the Buddhists always talked about the idea that um, desire is the source of all pain. But if we don't desire, then there is no life. I mean, the only way we move forward is to, okay, I want a cup of coffee or tea or I want to exercise or I'm going to walk on the grass. You have to desire to go there. I mean, you got to project yourself out there, right? So without that, what do we do? Just sit in a cave and look at our navel? I mean, what's up with that? Even in uh, Sai Baba, desire was mistranslated as being the root of all suffering. But actually, he said when you read the original text, it was attachment, not desire. Desire is a very necessary thing. Then nitrogen is will. And of course, with hydrogen, you have power. So willpower is a combination Mm. of putting nitrogen gas together with hydrogen gas. And those four gases, carbon dioxide, oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, we're made of. That's, that's, that's what we're made 99% of. 99% of us with a few minerals in just for little condiments. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like our condiments. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, again, uh, please join us, uh, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Don't you think it's interesting that this whole carbon dioxide thing is being used in so many different ways, as you know, with this green, new, whatever, and uh, it's killing everybody. And, you know, the, it's just backwards, isn't it? I mean, carbon dioxide is really a good thing. I mean, it's it's part of the the living elements that we need to survive. 
It's survival. In fact, that's the that is the word for carbon dioxide. The hydrogen is desire. Carbon dioxide is survival. Without it, it, there are animals that live without oxygen, but none of them can live without carbon dioxide. But there are uh, certain uh, bacteria that well, they're called archaeons. They're basically like spirulina. And they they burn on hydrogen. They don't even need oxygen. They use sulfur, and they use other elements other than oxygen. Now, they will be in the periodic table. Sulfur is basically an oxygen element as a selenium, hmm. and they burn with those type of uh, chemicals. But so, carbon dioxide, that's a must. Hmm. There's no structure without it. Have you? Did you ever mess with the CO2? Like uh, Dr. Ray Pete, God love him, uh, he used to talk about, that's on my list to still do that. You can get a body bag, you know, and then you can get the carbon dioxide in a tank. And Did you ever do that? Only bag breathing. Only that's bag the, breathing. the only way we've gone so far. So you just yeah, breathe in a bag, breathing. and that's carbon dioxide. And so why do people recommend you do that if you're going through uh, like an anxiety or lightheaded or people go through these things. What is the CO2, breathing in your own CO2 with a bag? What does that do? Uh, anxiety is a carbon dioxide deficiency. Ah. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. It's a deficiency of carbon dioxide. When you have the right amount of carbon dioxide, and that's the right amount because you can overdo it. If you have a glass of water, you, if you spill over the edge, that's not good. You want a full glass of carbon dioxide. And, of course, now carbon dioxide, according to the medical police state, is the enemy. Sure. Isn't that fascinating they picked this one to, to hammer at this time? You know, I was talking with our guest yesterday, who I really like, Dr. Randy Weissong. Cool guy. And, uh, you know, as stupid or as psychopathic these people are, in my opinion, Adam, they know exactly what they're doing. I mean, these things are all planned out. It's just like a chessboard, you know. Don't you think? They really, you know, they know what they're doing with this whole COVID thing, with the whole everything, with the money. They got got a plan, and they're working the plan, aren't they? They're working it. This is the plan of the Dulles brothers. That's how far back it goes. The who brothers? The The Dulles brothers. Dulles. The same ones who who had an original plot. Uh, There's a book called The Tower of Basil, which is about the, you know, the Switzerland Bank. Oh, the Switzerland Uh, Bank. But the, uh, which is the World Bank, you know. (laughs) But but anyway, the Dulles brothers were in on the overthrow of Roosevelt. Remember when Smedley busted the plot? They wanted him to have a coup. Well, they waited, and they got Truman in. And Truman was just a dumb, what did he have, a hardware store in Missouri or whatever? But he was selected so that the Dulles brothers could run the country. And Roosevelt was assassinated, according to Ray Pete and a lot of other uh, sources also. He was assassinated because he found out that the Dulles brothers pulled back in Italy. Remember in the Second World War, we attacked Italy, and we had it under control. But but the troops were ordered to get out of there and go attack the uh, Russia. Go attack Russia. Now, Stalin knew about it, and they thought he was crazy. Uh, Roosevelt thought he was paranoid that that the Dulles brothers would have Germany attack uh, uh, when we were fighting Germany. 
But that is exactly what happened. And that's why Normandy was totally unnecessary. I found this out a long time ago. And, of course, Ray Pete knew all about that particular plot with the Dulles Brothers. If you want to know what's happening today, study the Dulles Brothers, both of them, and their history in politics and their ancestors, too, in this country. And you spell that D-U-L-L? D-U-L-L-E-S. Yes. You know, uh, JFK objected to calling that airport there, the D Dulles International Airport, but they overrode him, said, you have to call it that, so... So he went along with the flow, but they got him. They got him. So these guys, so they were the ones who did the whole poisoning of Roosevelt, and they poisoned him or something? Yeah, they didn't personally do it, but they orchestrated it because they, the CIA was in full operation. Uh, in 1947, we became a security state. We did not become a constitutional republic anymore. It was right. all overthrown by the Dulles brothers under the guise of Truman. And what happened when Eisenhower came in? The Dulles uh, brothers were still there. John Foster uh, Dulles, uh, Alan sure. Dulles. Sure. Alan Dulles was on, what, the committee that, that examined uh, JFK's death. Oh, they what were. Was that oh, uh, committee called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the Dulles brothers had to have been in on the uh, uh, Ike when they first went into Vietnam, right? They were in on that deal. Uh, yeah. All of that. Yeah. All of that. Wow. Yeah, they were involved with the Second World War, the, the whole thing. They, and Operation Paperclip was their yeah. brainstorm. Tell folks what that is, Paperclip. That's a good one. Operation Paperclip is when we brought the worst Nazi criminals you can imagine, the doctors that did the most evil things, including uh, the founding of NASA, uh, <laughs> Werner Brown, Ron, all these other uh, names that people aren't familiar with, including Hubertus Strugholt. He was the founder, basically, of our new version of chronobiology about time-controlled nutrition and mm -hmm. drugs, which is not the true version. Hubertus Struggle was called the father of Na NASA until I found out that he ran a prison camp and tortured people personally, and now they took all the statues down at the NASA headquarters. Yeah, we had uh, about 2,000 uh, Nazis came in. Eleanor Roosevelt and Albert Einstein got together and realized what was happening, and they wanted to petition that no German citizen was allowed to come into the United States for 12 years. But no, as soon as the war was over, they brought them in an avalanche of German Nazis, not just German people, Nazis, German really? Nazis. Really, hotsy-totsy little Nazis, I used to say when we were kids. <laughs> wow. Ones that did unspeakable, uh, unspeakable torture hmm. is what they did. And the only reason uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, Einstein, and others found out about it is because they read about it in the Soviet press. Hmm. Because the United States had said, these are all good Germans. They were scientists. They had nothing to do. They opposed the Germans. There was one that did oppose the Germans. That's the only one they brought in. Because he had the information they wanted. And that was Operation Paperclip, MK Ultra. All this stuff spun off with the Dulles brothers. Wow. So, so do you think then all of this talk of the Nazis in Ukraine and, and Russia, that's what... That's, that's who Russia is really trying to kill, all the Nazis, 
in Ukraine, right? It, it's loaded with it. And uh, before Ray Pete left, he gave the names of all the organizations. Did he really? He, he'd huh. been following it for years. You know, he was he was politically involved uh, when he had the uh, the school in uh, Blake College in Mexico City. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was during the Kennedy administration, and the CIA was all over. He was being troubled by the CIA, especially he brought Madeline Murray O'Hare down oh, as one yeah. of the teachers. Yeah. You remember her? Oh, yeah. uh, he had, what, what is the guy who did El Topo? He was there too, Al, uh, Alejandro... Uh, what is his name? Uh, Jodorowsky. Remember him? El Topo. No. Uh, the man. He was he was quite a guy. Quite a guy. But anyway, when when Ray Pete left Mexico, everyone in his school, teachers and students, were arrested, and he was escorted out by the police. He got out because of the Mayo Clinic. If you're familiar with Elmer Green, who did all those parapsychology experiments, Hmm. uh, the Mayo Clinic had their own attorneys that went down that had enough clout to uh, talk to the president of Mexico and get Ray Pete out of there. He has quite a history. Yeah, boy, he really an interesting fellow. I mean, he was into all really interesting things, wasn't he? His whole life, he was was, uh, really a real seeker of truth, right? What the hell's going on? The cutting edge, uh, magnetics, uh, electronics, all all kinds of things. He was way ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, I miss him. We've been uh, we've been restudying him because there's so many things. You know, he had such a grasp of knowledge that he forgot stuff. Like for instance, he told you that uh, one time on the show that uh, cataracts could be slowed down and stopped, but they couldn't be cured. But in his earlier work. He talked about the cure, which really? is Lanisterol. <laughs> and you can buy Lanisterol for the cataracts of your pets. Why can't you buy it for human beings? It works. What is Lanisterol? Lanisterol. It's a precursor of uh, cholesterol. It's in progesterone. It's in mushrooms. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, in hot peppers. Uh, it's in certain... certain. Uh, it's very rare in plant life, except the mushroom family and the animal flesh and eggs and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But mushrooms are particularly rich in it. Progesterone is rich in it. And it dissolves cataracts. When you get them so advanced, uh, then it's hard. See, uh, a cataract is like if you take the white of an egg, mm-hmm. before you cook it, it's clear. You can see right through it. Right. That's the same as the cornea. Uh, once you apply heat, you uh, you destroy it through free radical reactions, basically. But we're not eggs. We have uh it's alive still it's not dead so you can redo that you can unfry the egg basically in your eyes uh the more advanced of course it becomes a technical problem the other thing amazing and maybe one of the listeners will know something about this because i found this very amazing ray pete claims that when you have a cataract surgery if you don't put the lens in it will regrow so all you have to do is take out the lens and then be in the hospital so you don't get any dust or anything on it, and it will regrow itself just like skin will grow, the, the, grow yeah. regrow. The, the lens will yeah. regrow itself, yeah, if they would do the surgery like that. So what, yeah. what do they do it now? Do they put in a, a fake lens? 
they put in a fake one, and that causes all kinds of problems wow. in the afterward. They make it out like it's oh, it's really simple. In fact, in India, there was a place in uh, in the Punjab where they did one operation per minute per minute. They had a production line. On one day, they would do the right eye and the other the left because sometimes they made a mistake. They took the cataract out of the wrong eye. <laughs> so, so Ray Pete talked about the idea that you would do the surgery, get rid of the cloudy stuff, and, and the, the, the lens will regrow that way without putting a phony one in. And if you put that's it, what he claimed. Now, now yeah. I can't validate that, but maybe one of your listeners has heard that, or someone more familiar with uh, Ray Pete. Uh, but that's the most I heard, and it surprised me. I do know about the lanosterol. That's pretty well known. In fact, the fried egg analogy is on Wikipedia. Mm. Well, you know, I think he's. I think there's something to that. In my brief experiences with the eye thing, I don't know if you recall many years ago. I was putting something in my eye. Was it castor oil or I don't know? And I had some real castor oil is one of the things that Donald Lay used for uh, any kind of eye infection. Right. He would use castor oil. Well, I had put some different herbs in one because for something else, like some really hot herbs, and um, and I mistakenly put that in my eye. Oh my God! Ooh. It was. I don't know if you remember that. I it. My entire eye just went bright red. It was like whoa, and I went to the uh, I you know I could, can't believe I didn't label it, and I went to the ophthalmologist guy dude, and he was really worried. He said, "This is not good. I, whatever you put it, whatever was in there," and he sent me to a place in Austin, a real highfalutin ophthalmology place, you know, and and. Um, he said, you could have lost your eye with that. But he did say something that was very interesting. He said, the eye is the most flexible uh, organ to regrow the quickest of any organ in the body. And I guess it's because it's evolutionary, right? Because if you can't see, you can't, you can't survive. Really interesting. Uh, yeah. He said that. Of, hu of human beings, 87% of our consciousness is visual 10 percent is audible uh -huh. and three percent of our consciousness is smell taste and touch what about sound so, which is pathetic because rational means all fiber rational a an enlightened human being would have 20 percent sight 20 percent touch 20 percent smell etc you get you get them all that's called ration that's called ration or ration or ratio. My my brother, uh, younger brother, youngest brother, mechanic by trade. Then uh, he was working under a car, and he somehow managed to put a screwdriver right in his eye. The whole thing, if you can imagine that, and it healed. Yes. Not not with a lot of magic that they gave him. They just kind of kept it clean and, and, and you tell them to chill out and it's going to heal. And the eye pretty much healed. I mean, what's up with that? Whoa, it's like, <laughs> how does it do that? Hmm. 
I have some personal experience with that because uh, friends of my family, uh, they had two kids. And the only time I've been horse riding was with those kids out in Saugus and Newhall area of California. Well, the younger son was pulling a nail, a rusty nail out of a board. And guess what? The hammer slipped and went completely through his eyeball. Oh, my God. They, They saved it. He had to wear black glasses for about a year. But he retained his sight in that eye after putting the nail completely through the eyeball. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty magical thing. (laughs) It is. Amazing for healing. It does heal practically instantaneously faster. The mouth, the inside of the mouth heals quickly too. But the eye does it without blood vessels there's no blood vessels the oxygen is transported in non-blood vessels way like the diamond body eventually will be the similar way Hmm. there is a fish called the ice fish doesn't have any hemoglobin Uh, we can actually live without hemoglobin it's all a matter of pressurization either from the environment or we can generate that pressure in a yogic state Hmm. Adam Bergstrom is with us. Uh, Adam, stay right there. Patrick Timpone, one radio network.com. Just want to give you a little overview of how we uh, uh, run our little biz here uh, the best we can. Our, our sales have kind of had a bad hair day in the last uh, six months or so. Our, our listenership is steady and then it keeps rising slowly because people find our website and our videos and stuff. But the sales have been funky because I guess folks are just having a hard time. And, you know, I, I go to the store, too, and I see what the prices of things are. We've been we've been eating a whole lot more um, ground beef than steak. Because uh, And we can get some really nice, we're very blessed, some really nice um, uh, grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef at the farmer's market that's real affordable. And if you add some good uh, beef tallow and butter and you get some fat, you know, they keep trying to make this... Um, um, ground beef, I don't know, what, 90% fat-free or something? I don't know, because so many people got a fat phobia, but you want to have the fat. So you can eat nice ground beef with some added fat, and it's just fine, just as nutritious as a much more expensive cut. So the point is that, uh, I mean, the, the the grocery store thing, you you know what it's about now when you go. I mean, I've never seen prices on this stuff, and they just look like they just go up just because, you know, it's cloudy outside. So folks are, you know, don't have as much as disposable income um, as we did, I guess, six months ago. So our sales have gone down. So if you care to support our show, if you like what we do here, we do a show every uh, Monday through Friday, except for Thursday. That would be Monday. Uh, um, and then sometimes two shows a day, oftentimes two. So we have a lot of content. We don't charge for anything. We promote different products. But uh, please consider... Uh, you can sign up uh, really quickly on one radio network for 10 or 20 bucks a month and you're done and go. And that's a nice way to support us. But if you are looking at some products for your uh, personal well-being, it's a pretty good thing. Um, You could do it right now. We could use a little support this month as things look a little slow-bo. The Relax Infrared, Infrared Sauna is something we really like. And uh, this baby gets uh, quite quite hot, about 150 degrees in there. And you just drink plenty of water. And um, 
you'll do fine uh, with uh, uh, sweating. And you can do it every day. And then you jump into a cold shower or a hot shower, whichever you prefer. And all kinds of yuck stuff comes out in your skin. And also increases the amount of uh, um, toxins or toxic metals. Or, yeah, I think toxic metal would be a good word. Toxic metals are uh, in your urine and your feces. So it'll do that too. So it's a cool thing. Check it out. It's a one radio network. The way to get the, the best price is to email me. It's the only way to get the best price. Email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And we'll get you, get you all hooked up and get it out to you in a few days. Pearl Seam is one of the finest products we've come across for all around uh, use when you brush your teeth. It makes the teeth uh, actually get harder, which is very cool. In other words, it strengthens the, I don't know what they call this thing here. And as it gets harder, the light has a, the refraction of the light coming in has a, has a more direct uh, broad spectrum um, route, route, and then the teeth look pearly. Well, it's nice and pearly. Not white like, um, you know, the bleach white of the Hollywood crowd, but pearly. And that's how it does it. It's through the light. So you're not really affecting the tooth itself. You're actually making the surface harder, clearer. And then that's the light. That's how it works. It helps to build up little spots in your teeth. If you see little chips or little spots that look like they're having a bad hair day, uh, it will build it up as well. Pearl seam actually builds onto the bone. Yeah, I've known people, and I've done it before, something is not happy back there, and you take a big blob of it, put it back there, and sleep with that. And it just fills in little ridges and stuff in the teeth. It's quite a good product. It's made from pearl, so the once-living source is... A Max Planck Institute years ago said, you got to have something from a living source. Um, and they was right. And pearls are a living source. Check it out. You can get the powder or capsules. And it's on the front page, Pearl Sim, on OneRadioNetwork.com. Know the source on One Radio Network. Adam Bergstrom and SolarTiming.com is a Name of his spot where you can get all of his e-books, his e-bookers. Adam, was that Max Planck Institute? Was uh, was that the one um, that talked about the living? I think I'm right there, right? Years ago, about how important it was to have a living source uh, for supplements and stuff. Do you know Max Planck? It's... Uh it's better. It's definitely better. Yeah. You know, uh, a non-living sources work in certain cases, like right now for thyroid medication. It's the only source you got. But the natural source of thyroid is to eat the thyroid eat the gland thyroid. in the chicken or yeah. the cow or whatever it is. That's what our ancestors always did. And repeat has talked about that extensively that back in the day they didn't just eat muscle meat they ate everything everything in the cow or the bird or the fish or whatever they were eating it was everything even to protect yourself from yellow fat disease by eating the thyroid of the fish 
you can be helped. And the eyes, too. Mm. Uh, I had a girlfriend, her, her son loved fish eyes. And that's he why the Chinese, I guess, they do the whole fish. Uh, what do they call that? The whole fish? The whole fish. Yep. And fish, shark fin, tuna, or soup, and stuff like that, yeah. <clears throat> it gives them a resistance. The The health of the thyroid can protect you against yellow fat disease and other free radical type uh, yeah. inflammations. Yeah. It's an inflammatory. In fact, we I've been uh, experimenting with it again because I got really low in energy here last week. And so I decided to take a little bit more of Cytomel. Cytomel. But I take fractions. I just, just yeah. I, I wiped the... A tiny bit off, and I had so much energy that they asked Vibrant Gal. I was running back and forth and fighting the rodent in my car because they're inhabiting at springtime. So I was down there for hours banging away, making noise, making it inhospitable yeah. for them, researching, doing dishes, whatever. You really felt it, <laughs> and you just did a razor blade with just a, a tidbit, just a sliver. <laughs> not even a cut it was like dust off it wow. and i just put it in my mouth yeah. and so a uh, one cytomel lasts me several days you know even more yeah. three or four days right pete uh, what adam's talking about is uh right pete recommended a product cytomel i think it's c-y-t-o-m-e-l right and we got it from the mexican pharmacy and do you remember the name of that pharmacy because people will want to know now um I, you know, I could send I, it to you because yeah. Vibrant Gal has the name of the pharmacy. There's two pharmacies, yeah, two right? Of them. Yep, she says yep, and you you know about those two pharmacies. Yeah. there's a bigger one and a smaller one. One's by the border, one's not, and they're both valid. They both have the medication. They definitely work. Uh, yeah. And the other is Cyta Plus, which is T3 and T4, but. Many women, particularly because of estrogen, cannot make the conversion of T4 to T3, and you better have uh, uh, you better have a healthy liver because that's where the conversion takes place for your thyroid. And anyone who drinks alcohol can have uh, a fatty liver from alcohol, and then there's a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is caused by cod liver oil. Mm, mm. It's now it's it's they're finally starting to admit it. Hey, if you take cod liver oil over a certain amount of time, you're going to get a, a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. But that was found by scientists back in about the time of the Civil War. They knew it. In fact, I've got a uh, in my compendium of yellow fat disease. I've got the quotes of the these old researchers who said, "If you take too much cod liver oil, you're going to get yellow fat disease." So you could use cod liver oil as a medicine for a week or something or two weeks without damaging, right? If Ravisi found out that if uh, you take it for six weeks, you get an adrenal feedback where it attacks. Now, that's called it, autoimmunity, it but attacks. it's not really autoimmunity. What do you mean it's a it, defense mechanism. Would, is, so that's a negative thing on the adrenals if you take it for six weeks? Well, it, yeah, it okay. attacks. It attacks your body, and we call it autoimmune, but there's no such thing as yeah. an autoimmune yeah. disease. What's happening is the body is attacking things that you're putting in your body that you shouldn't be and then and then the the body gets blamed for being stupid <laughs> no the person is stupid for thinking the body is stupid the body has a lot more sense than our mind our cultural mind now yeah. the mind 
is made to think, but the culture hypnotizes it into a trance state that's called the matrix dark city all of those movies are made showing how we live a mechanical life instead of a conscious life right so the so the mind would be well let me just uh, get this adam i just put in mexico pharmacy order online in google's or DuckDuckGo, and the first one that comes up is pharmacia del nino and that's one of the ones we've worked we've ordered from before Pharmacy, pharmacy Pharmacy Del Nino. Nino. Does that sound familiar? She gives me the nod. That's one. And there is another one. Um, I might be able to find it, but uh, we've ordered, that's what we ordered this item a few years ago from them. And they seem to be fine, you know. And there's another one too, right? Wow. Looks like there's a lot of them now in Mexico. So you could probably find Cytomel. And Ray Pete just to talk about um, it's so strong that you just do a little razor blade, you know, little slices of it a couple of times a day or something. And, and I kind of, so do you think then, the problem, go ahead. Oh, the, the problem when you take T3 is that even though it's a very little pill, sometimes the actual drug is in one corner of it. Oh. So you have to be careful that you might take a section and you might be taking all of it oh. when you've only taken one quarter of oh, that's it. That's no good. So that's why when I take it, I'm very cautious. Yeah. So the Cytomel is T3 and the Cytomel Plus is T3 and T4. T3 and T4. And, and what's the advantage the, if you do the four, Adam? If you have well, the four? Well, you have some in storage that you don't have to keep taking it on demand as mm. you go along. But the problem is estrogen blocks that so women who take synthroid actually have gone into comas and often die and then they blame the thyroid and it's it's actually because they can't make the conversion and when t4 or anything iodine whatever it is builds up in your body it is not your friend any mineral in our body whether it's magnesium copper iron whatever uh as when you get the right amount it does its job when there's extra ones lying around, it becomes toxic. They, it, heavy metals of all kinds, including copper, iron, etc., then become very dangerous to the body by overload. Yeah. And now they finally figured out, well, in the 80s, they figured out, look at all the cancer causes uh, by iron and all the other problems that are iron-related because they were telling us, take all this iron. Yeah, iron. Uh, this iron, then, and then and, iron. And, uh, iron. It's and ironic, one, isn't it? Yeah. At one point, didn't they start putting in all the food as well? Didn't they pasta and stuff like that years ago? By law, by law, Whoa. because they want to kill us. <laughs> Come on, don't. You, I'm not paranoid. You can't say that. No, no she, yes, you can. Uh, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com uh, with Adam Bergstrom. So, um, when you said that you were you were feeling a little funky and you put put a little bit of the cider mill, so. What would you attribute that to? Just you just get too tangled up in the matrix, or work too hard, and your thyroid can take a little hit, and needs a little kick in the pants, or something like that. Uh, vibrant gal can attest that when I'm finishing up a book, I become obsessed with it and can't get away from the computer. Right. So I just finished a gallbladder book wow. on the gallbladder. And I said, I'm going to do it in a week. And by the end of the day, I had it done. But I was up all night. And all day and then i wondered 
hmm, how come I'm sleeping 18 hours today, <laughs> <laughs> recuperating for yeah. a whole week's of work? Of uh, I had basically a lot of my books, I have all the information there, but gathering it together and tying sure. it together yeah. and, and organizing it and getting new information to update it, that takes a lot of work. Yeah, oh, good for you. So you're doing a gallbladder book. Did it, yeah, did it. So it's an I'm e-book. thinking of a thyroid book now, but uh, but we'll see about that. You know, what? how can you do more than repeat on the thyroid? So, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it's all there, would, right? Yeah, it's all there on his website. Yeah. Uh, all, so all of it. Obviously, all of it. Somebody is, wants to know about Obviously, somebody is upkeeping Pete's site, right? Somebody must be there. You know, the, the uh, or, you all of that is still on there, but I would recommend people listen to one radio networks. You have a complete connect, collection of them, and you asked them a lot of questions other people yeah, didn't. didn't. So starting with the first one, when Vibrant Geld and I were in New Zealand, I believe you did it on New Year's Day or something like what that, year? or New Year's Eve. Or, what year did it was uh, that? 2013, I believe we, it was. But we didn't have them on. We didn't have them on monthly that long, did we? It, no, you started with that one okay, show. With that and one then show. a long time. Then I think I was talking about it. So you, he came back to mind, and then you made an arrangement. And Vibrant Gal and I were jumping for joy because <laughs> you were going to have them on every month. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, I don't know when the monthly show started. We'd have to look at. Well, you could just look at the past shows on our website, and you can see. When they started, probably three years ago, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. No. Uh, no. Yeah, something like that. But there's a lot of shows there. A lot of shows and a lot of good questions asked. A lot of, a lot of interesting things. Carbon dioxide, thyroid, yeah. all kinds of excellent advice. Yeah. Well, we'll get our little budget a little happier, and we're going to do that carbon dioxide in the bag thing. You know, I, I think that'll be fun to experiment with that. You know. Um, he used to put Definitely. it right in the bathtub, right? And it wouldn't even <laughs> it wouldn't even raise out of the bathtub because it was so heavy. Exactly. Well, a lot of times when you see uh, those uh, stage productions where they're going through a fog on the ground, that's that's basically dry ice. Oh, that's so what, that's carbon, carbon dioxide. dioxide. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very curious. And you don't want to lie down to that. You could actually die from too much carbon dioxide. But obviously, it just settles down on the ground and... Your your feet don't need to breathe. <laughs> so I guess with the bag, we found that bag. I've still got it bookmarked somewhere. It was used for ozone, but you could use it. He said for carbon dioxide and just get it up to your neck and just shove the shove the tube down there and fill it up with carbon dioxide. I don't know how yeah. long you're supposed to stay in there, but I'll, we'll figure it out once we do it. You know. I think he stayed in for about an hour, Did he? you know, watching TV and things like that. And then the, then the bathtub, he said, the bathtub gets tricky because if it's a breeze, it'll start blowing it'll out of the bathtub. So what does that but do when he, you when you surround your, your body like uh, with the carbon dioxide in the bag? What does it do? What, what's going well, on? It even heals cancer. Uh, no kidding. Especially if, if it's at the, uh, at the, at the uh, spreading state, the metastasis state, because... Hmm. Cancer spreads in an alkaline state. Carbon dioxide is acidic. So it's a, called a Lewis acid because obviously there's no hydrogen involved in its acidic qualities. It works differently. In fact, the chemistry that we have been taught is really false chemistry. I'm because shocked. <laughs> many things work by pressure. In fact, Ray Pete was not only into structured water, he was into structured gas. You know, uh, 
how does an anesthetic work? By pressure. It doesn't work by chemicals like they teach us. It works by pressure. pressure. That's why you can use uh, Krypton. I believe it's Krypton and use it. It's unsociable. It doesn't mix with anything, yet it's, a, yet it's an anesthetic. Same with uh, nitrogen. It's an anesthetic also. Once you get a certain amount of pressure and change the pressure, you can go from uh, chaos to calm. Chaos to calm. Uh, OneRadioNetwork.com with Adam Bergstrom. Thanks for coming on our show, Adam, uh, twice a month. It's really a, a pleasure to talk to you. It's just great fun. You got a mind like a steel trap, baby. It's like, Thanks for inviting well, me. I don't know how you remember all this stuff. Like, <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't be here. It's like, otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Here's a question for you. I saw some of these topics come up on um, Adam's Facebook postings. Would Adam please provide more info? Thank you, Patrick and Adam. So here are some of the things they're wondering about. What is a misshapen, they got three of them, we'll go through all of them. What is a misshapen stomach? Misshapen stomach. Well, because we abuse the stomach by eating big meals, it gets out of shape. Hmm. And so, if you see the museum stomach, you know, it the looks what? like, uh, you know, everybody knows what can draw a stomach type design. Okay. But that's not how stomachs are. Some stomachs go right down to the uh, pubic bone. Some of them they go all the way sideways. down there. Where, where are the small well, intestines? All, Just pushes those aside? Wow. It's common. Now, <laughs> you're designed to have a stomach tilted at an edge. And then there's a pyloric valve. So see, it's easy for it to slide out. But what if this part of the stomach goes down, uh, say, seven or eight inches, maybe even 10 sometimes or 12. Mm -hmm. And now the stuff at the bottom of the stomach has to go all the way up here to get out and can't get out. So you keep uh, residues of meals in there for a long time. That's why anybody who has any intimation that their stomach is misshapen should be doing somersaults like kids, shoulder stands, uh, because we have prolapsed intestines as people get old. And I use that in abuse of your body. uh, Things start to drop just like you need a facelift, you need an intestine lift because the liver often touches the uh, uh, pyloric bone too. And many people get liver disease by tight belts. It can actually squeeze the liver and break it, break a section off and cause gangrene by cutting it off. Women with corsets used to have liver disease all the time and die in their 30s from Uh those tight corsets because they'd squeeze the the liver to death. So for this uh, emailer, uh, we'll go through all three of them. So did I hear you then? uh, Shoulder stands and somersaults to help her uh, shape up her stomach. What else? Any other foods or exercises? Uh, Collagen, because it will keep it form collagen. collagen oh you mean now. like the jennifer daniels but, with the pig's feet and all that stuff okay yep however a vegan can take as long as they get enough sugar and i'm not talking about glucose which on glucose which is carbohydrates i'm talking about fructose and sucrose if you Fruit. get enough of that you can make your own but if you don't then you better 
go the Jennifer Daniels yeah. route. Piggies or cows. those pigs feed. Yeah. The pigs feed or cows feed or whatever. So the collagen helps the stomach actually shaping up? Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I believe the collagen in our body is a tremendous amount. I think it's 35% of the protein really? in our body. Wow. So obviously yeah. it's structural. Yeah, it's, it's quite a lot. I may be incorrect about that, but I know it really surprised me how much of our body is, uh, is collagen. And I don't think 15% would surprise me. So wow. I really believe it was 35. Really? And, you know, we're really blessed Jack here. Checkers. Uh, Jack checkers. Jack checkers. We're really blessed here with a regenerative farmer pigs. And uh, he has all the little things. I mean, all, but he has face, big face, big cheeks that Jennifer Daniels talked about. You can get uh, pig's ears, um, all kinds of fun things. And you can buy right at the farmer's market. Not expensive either, you know, because nobody wants that stuff, right? You know, <laughs> people want pork chops. You know, they don't, they don't want pig ears and pig, pig's feet and ham hocks. And, and you can make soups out of them. And they taste really good. You know, you just make a soup and a, you know, they want the muscle meats, and yeah. as Ray Pete warned, it's the phosphate that causes the problem. When you have uh, when you have muscle meat, and then you have grains, you're loading, overloading yourself with phosphate. Phosphate. So, like a steak or ribeye or whatever pork chop, it has heavy phosphate. Right? It'll get you in trouble. You need something like Warren Buffett takes his steak with uh, coca-cola and things like sure. that to, to buffer it <laughs> i wonder actually, when you get rich do you just do you just live longer when you get rich or maybe you like your job or something i wonder what that is <laughs> without a doubt you, you know what kills people is deadlines think of the word yeah a deadline. Deadline. I, I have a deadline have a to do this project <laughs> if i cross well, the line i'll people, get be dead <laughs> Right. Exactly. And look at uh, people like Kevin Costner. They have a a state in Aspen where uh, $50,000 a day you can rent his place when he's not in town. And he has a place here. He has a place just about everywhere. Now, he doesn't have to worry about accounting. He has an accountant that does that. Now, an accountant, you have to get that done for Kevin Costner at so-and-so. They're under pressure. And and look at the pressure that they do. Remember when insurance you would pay by year? Now you can't do it. It's six months because they want you to bow to them. Mm-hmm. They want you to be on a deadline. Oh, my God. My insurance was due yesterday. I better pay it. And also my registration. Oh, and then don't forget your driver's license. Oh, and don't forget this and don't forget that. Oh, your smog check. That's the kind of thing that kills people. Yeah. When you don't have to worry about that and you say uh, you're the you're the CEO of a company or the owner, even better, here, take care of that. I'm going to the Bahamas. That's right. I'm a- and, and so they're, they're in their big cruise ships coming in here to Santa Barbara and other places, riding around, doing nothing but having fun. You think those, those people aren't going to live long? Yeah. <laughs> It's the people that uh, now some rich people put themselves through drugs and put themselves through their own traumas and their own insecurities like I'm not good enough. I got to make the perfect movie or whatever. But there's a lot of people once you're laid back like Buffett and Charlie Munger, 99 years old on peanut brittle and (laughs) aspartame and every kind of seized candy, you name it. (laughs) So um, did you see where? Um, you know, that very popular Taylor Sheridan series, Yellowstone, I think. Uh, 
Kevin Costner, well, he's quitting. Did you see that? He's he's gonna he's gonna do his own thing. He's gonna do his own movie about that 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 era in the in the and um, Matthew McConaughey. Might have something to do with his divorce. Yeah, there. probably too. Matthew McConaughey is gonna do a thing for Taylor Sheridan pick up on the Yellowstone thing. Okay, so let's go to second part of Lisa's commenting on your Facebook post. How to reduce belly bloating after a meal. Okay, she wants to know more about that. Uh, we have two openings only, here and at the south end as well, <laughs> our anus. Okay. <laughs> That's the only two openings. So if you take a Coke can and you put one hole in, it pours out really slowly, right? right. But if you put that second hole in, it pours quickly. Mm -hmm. So you fart to use the incorrect four-letter word, and you belch, and you yawn, and you stretch, and that releases the pressure. When people say, uh, I'm under pressure, it's for real. They're pressurized pressure, inside, yeah. and they get a heart attack from blood pressure. Blood pressure is hydraulic pressure, but that's pneumatic pressure from your breath. So I have, one time a lady came to me, and her legs were swollen and they were really hard. So her chiropractor came with her. And I said, did you ever wonder why this person uh, doesn't exercise, but their legs are thick and really hard? And she said, yeah, I, uh, how did they get hard like that? I'm going to have her yawn and stretch for about 20 minutes and deflate her. And the chiropractor almost couldn't believe me, you know, but I had her yawn and stretch, an occasional fart, and then before, if I took her her uh, leg like that and pressed it up against the uh, uh, against her leg, it was hard like a rock. Once I had her yawn and stretch, it went in an inch into her soft flesh. Wow. That's the kind of pressure that causes heart attacks because that gas rises into the heart, crimps it, and then you have a heart attack, a stroke, a cramped liver, uh, whatever it is. You can't have a spleen attack. You can have a pancreatitis, a pancreas attack. All of these are caused by excess pressure. So, so yawning and, and stretching. stretching are the main thing. So sometimes if, if people can't belch, and you've had that feeling where you need to, but you can't do that thing, uh, how, what do you do for that? Force it. In fact, reflexology. Force it. What do you mean, I'm force it? My, my <laughs> foot reflexology charger today. Yeah. My hand one. Mm -hmm. uh, those press. Those points are designed to release. So many people, if they can't belch, they'll find a point, and what they do is they find out which point it is. They don't have to know it's a certain acupuncture point or a dim circle. They just have to press till they get a result. And they'll know as soon as they hit a certain point, they're going to start yawning and stretching. Where are you, and even where are you pressing gas. on your your lower your abdomen? Where are you pressing? A any place. In any fact, you can take your fingers and squeeze this finger. Hmm, nothing. This one huh, makes me yawn. Hmm. Let me try that again. Just uh, press around. in another hour. Yeah. This doesn't work. Wow, that makes me yawn and stretch. 
That's all you have to do. You don't have to have an expert come if you've got the time and you got a 24-hour day. Figure it out. If you're, yeah. Uh, yeah. we, the best thing is to reschedule yourself for time with yourself so yes. you can explore your own body and find out what makes you yawn and stretch and fart and cry and gasp and <laughs> whatever sigh and whatever. <laughs> and you yeah. take note of it and say, "Boy, I press there," and this happens, right? It's like that's self knowledge, right? That, that's cool. Yep. Sign too. In fact, sign. The reason you went to a mountaintop is because the pressurization from within changed from without. So you would go up there and sigh, and religions came out of that. Like, here's a sigh. Allah. Ah. Amen. Amen. Om. Om. All of those sounds come from the sigh. Interesting. Yeah. Last one for this lady. Uh, she wants you to hear talk more about to reduce pressurization pretty much that's what you've been talking about right pretty much pressurization Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The, the side the yawn and the stretch you'd be surprised bloat will go down i mean if gas is in that area in the stomach and in the intestines now they tell you you swallow air and do it i have sat and gone <sighs> couldn't get any air down there because all it does is pop right back out as soon as you uh, as, as soon as it goes down gas rises it doesn't sink it rises well the trouble is it rises up to the heart most heart attacks are caused by gas pressure, pressure. most spleen attacks and pancreatitis all those atitises are caused by excess pressure hmm. if you reduce the pressure and that means mental pressure too because you'd be surprised how much you can pressurize your body by when you stop breathing, it all accumulates in your body and you bloat up like a balloon. <laughs> when you stop breathing? Yeah, when you, when you, when you actually uh, breathe so much that the carbon dioxide okay. is out. So it's actually fast breathing, but you're also holding your breath and not letting it flow evenly. Like if you're in a, a dangerous situation, you find yourself holding your breath. Now, the carbon dioxide is a benefit, but at the same time, you gather up uh, waste products that need to be expended. You need fresh carbon dioxide, and that is by slow, steady breathing. Ideally, the ideal breath is 15 minutes uh, in, 15-minute hold, 15-minute out. 15 minute hold and continued that's called the therapeutic breath and it's hard for most people to do but when you can do that it's exceedingly calming and will actually get rid of some diseases automatically by so doing that. when you're breathing the 15 minutes how are you breathing just oh um just regular through the nose slowly yeah. gently mouth closed mm -hmm. and breathe in through the nose now one way to do it is one nostril at a time in this nostril uh 15 seconds out the other one 15 seconds and it, with the, with the holding on both ends it's called the therapeutic breath where you do one nostril at a oh, time oh you said 15 minutes you're talking 15 seconds did i <laughs> yeah, you said minutes okay i was wondering seconds, how you're gonna yeah. do the 15 minutes hold your breath thing you know <laughs> You remember the time I said I was born before the World War One? I? I made a slight mistake. <laughs> well, it's just, <laughs> vibrant, vibrant gal slapping her forehead. So yeah, 15, yeah. 15 seconds, seconds of breathing 15 and 15 seconds of holding. 
and then 15 seconds. And 15 seconds of, yeah, of, uh, of in, inhale, 15 seconds. Holding. Hold, 15 seconds. Exhale, 15 seconds. Hold, 15 seconds. And then reverse it from nostril to nostril. Mm-hmm. That is the calming breath. Uh, Adonale called it the therapeutic breath. It's known in yogi yoga. Some versions actually have a, where you skip one of those. It's like a three-time. You mm-hmm. you uh, you only hold on the way out or in the way in, but actually you hold on both ends of it. And that some people call that a kriya breath too. Uh, often in the uh, in the Paramahansa Yogananda uh, type uh, people self realization fellowship, they do something like that too. Adam Bergstrom is with us. He's uh, oh, I just got your email. You're in the green room, but you're already here. So how can you be two places at one time? I just, uh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Somebody sent our oh, friend, friend Carol, Carol in the country, who we love. How are you doing, Carol in the country? Well, we'll have her call in someday. Uh, we're gonna we're actually gonna be able to call in. We're gonna fix it so you can call in by Zoom on Friday because we were missing talking to people. So he, she sent this link. Ask Adam for his definition of woke. Okay, let me click <laughs> on this here. What is it? What is it? It didn't go anywhere, this link you sent me, baby. It just went nowhere. What's your definition woke. of woke? It means unwoke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means unawake, right? You're asleep, pretty much. Yeah. It, I, it's the pet peeve of uh, David Knight, who says it's not woke. What are they talking about? Because originally, originally it started as you're woke, you're aware, you're hip is basically what it meant. But then their version of woke got so corny that the right took it up and said they're woke. Yeah, they're woke. Okay, that is not hip. You know, it's like uh, if you remember back in the day when there was a uh, movie called Where the Girls Are. I remember. And, where the uh, boys are. No, Where and, the Boys Are. Yeah, Where the Boys Are. Where the That's Boys exactly Are. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it showed these kind of uh, racy, uh, it was a racy theme for the time. Five years later, that movie was so corny because all men and women were living together as hippies and things like that back then that was like within five years in fact one of ray pete's friends uh leo coke was fired for saying that let's stop all this necking and petting stuff these are grown men and women he was fired from the university of illinois for saying that and he was so disgruntled that ray pete's friend went around and started the sexual freedom league in new york city (laughs) where the boys are connie francis she sang this song and it was about the kids going down to fort lauderdale on spring break and uh, yeah very Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. It was a really sweet movie. Yeah, really great. And back then, it was considered racy. And then five years later, like I said, That's there right. we, everyone, would you wear your flower in San Francisco? And everybody was hitchhiking with male and female. When I lived in Boston in the early 70s, you were hip if you lived with another female that wasn't your girlfriend, and your girlfriend lived with another guy, and they had to be interracial and all of that. That was the rules in, in the Back Bay area of Boston when I lived there as a hippie. As a hippie. Adam, uh, we uh, talk to, uh, every now and then we talk to Varys Ahmad. I don't know if you've heard his stuff. He's good. We like him a lot. And he's a big fan of, um, 
of um, 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 uh, wheatgrass, wheatgrass, right? And so we put his video on the front page, and I, I'm buying this stuff to trays, and I'm gonna the soil. I'm gonna try it. I haven't done it for years because it tastes so yucky. I mean, it's like the worst. So I'm wondering, with all of your uh, experience in the hippie food stores and in the '60s and '70s, did you ever do the wheatgrass thing? And what was your experience with it? It was yucky. I tried it once and said, "That's it." It was pretty yucky. It's yeah. pretty yucky. It's the worst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's the things that give cows a yellow fat disease. Remember, but it can be therapeutic when taken at bladder time, urinary bladder time from three to five in the afternoon. It has certain benefits, but it can be overdone when people are drinking it all the time. They'll get. See, eventually, omega-3 fatty acids cause yellow fat disease. Now, I'm not for eliminating anything. If a person likes salmon, they have certain things. Sardines have certain things in. Mm -hmm. But if you overdo it, your accumulation, your bank account of omega-3s will give you accelerated aging. There's no getting around it. I cannot write a book about omega-6 fatty acids because they cause various things, and it's hard to track. I have to take someone else's word. But with omega-3, it always ends up in yellow fat disease. Hmm. How else could I write 14 books? And I had to stop. I could keep writing keep and writing, writing and writing. So, it's infinite. infinite. So, so grass, grass has yellow omega-3s? That's where cows get it. Now, beef is, as Ray Pete pointed out correctly, except for Jersey cows and some other cows are susceptible to yellow fat disease. He didn't mention that. There's two that are extremely, uh, they're like horses. Horses are very uh, susceptible to grass mm. causing yellow fat disease. But cows will store it in their liver. So if you're going to eat a cow liver, you want to get a young cow before they get yellow fat disease in the liver. Calf, how do they protect yeah. themselves from yellow fat disease? Their liver does it, you, and it goes to the liver. You, so an old cow, like in a hamburger, you're going to get yellow fat disease from it. There's no getting around the omega-3 and the lipofuscin you're taking in. And lipofuscin, they used to think, was a passive waste product, but it spreads. Every time your cell multiplies, you get two amounts, double the amount of lipofuscin. Then you get double amount, double amount. That is an aggressive thing. Many of the repeat things people say, well, in four years, you get rid of the omega-3s. Yeah, but you don't get rid of the lipofuscin. It's like if I have a, uh, a rat eating my books, uh, I can kill the rats. That's called the omega-3s but look at my book damage i got to replace my books mm -hmm. and that's what happens to the body with lipofuscin there's a total difference between uh, omega-3 fatty acids and the lipofuscin that it causes as the waste product that you're now stuck with uh, garbage that needs to be carted out and it multiplies mm -hmm. it doesn't just stay there that you detox it you can't detox lipofuscin you can detox omega-3s that's easy here's an email from uh pedra that's a great name uh adam mentioned on one show patrick about if you do take cod liver oil sparingly and only for a short time you could eat something with it to help um lower the damage do you remember what that did you say something? vitamin e Really, vitamin E? Vitamin E. Hmm. Yeah. 
there. Now, vitamin E causes problems itself when you take it over a long period of time. Ray Pete was not against supplements. He was against not using them as a medicine. He would recommend B6. He would recommend B2. He would recommend even vitamin C. But he would recommend them in as a medicine because as it accumulated you got too much you want to fix the thing like suppose i have a dent in my car once i patch it do i have to keep patching it every day over and over and over again once you fix it people are doing you're done right you use it as a medicine and then you don't need it yeah as a medicine i'm for niacin b2 because b6 can stop diarrhea a lot of times uh b2 can stop uh uh, many conditions uh that uh, we get strokes uh, and uh, vitamin c can stop certain things but vitamin c is the major cause of all the allergies we're having now people are taking vitamin c and as ray p correctly pointed out he explained to me why every time i would take vitamin c i would get a cold and it's supposed to prevent colds and so when i worked for the phone company i got a cold every two months every two months and didn't realize it was a reaction to vitamin c until he explained it because i even though the evidence showed it i believed all the nonsense about how vitamin c prevents colds and allergies mm-hmm. he he became a kind of a wonderkin in, in eugene where all those pesticides came in uh, blew in at yeah. one time a year you know from the crop uh, crops and so everybody had allergies so he realized that they were all taking vitamin c for your their allergies he got them to stop and their allergies went their miraculously allergies went away. away wow yeah and so, same thing when I was in the health food business. The thing was you took lots of vitamin C and B pollen, and that would cure the allergies. And yet the people who did it were buying those big bottles. Remember the loz- lozenges of vitamin C came in a huge bottle? This guy would come in every two weeks and buy one of those bottles, but he never got rid of his allergies. He said it was controlling his allergies, but he never got rid of it. And why did he keep allergies? That's the question. You know, my good friend, uh, Stuart Nunley, a dentist who got so mercury poisoned with putting in people's mouths before he, he woke, he, he got awake. <laughs> uh, Dr. Hal Huggins had him do vitamin C IVs and saunas, and he just, he was in a wheelchair, Dr. Nunley. I mean, it was bad. And that got him out of the thing, and he's, he's totally, absolutely healthy now, a triathlete. So I wonder what the vitamin C IVs were doing it had to be doing something good if he if he got healed from the uh, mercury, and they, he was diagnosed with uh, ALS. Yeah. Now, one of the problems with that is placebo, of course, can do miraculous sure. cures as well, but also shock shock cures. Uh, Instead of chemo, a person could just take their car and ram it into the wall and break an arm, and they'll heal their cancer. Look at my friend Judy Utley, who have have. probably uh, told you about her every show but it is amazing she came to me for an alignment and I aligned her neck and then her her, uh, right eye droops it drooped so she said what's this about and I had no idea because I do really gentle alignments I don't do those hard uh, type chiropractic adjustments so she went to the doctor 
the doctor did a test and she came back and the doctor said, how did you walk into my office in the first place? You have cancer of the spine. You have lung cancer. You have breast cancer. You're a ball of cancer. Go home and get your affairs in order. You probably won't make it this week. So she came over to uh, a place I was staying and we thought, bye-bye, Judy. She's going to be gone by the end of the week. But she decided to fight it. Went down to San Antonio. Two women took a caustic chemical. Some people call it black salve. And burned a big hole in her back about nine inches, ten inches across. Huge hole. All the cancer went away. They took her every year trying to find cancer someplace. There was none in her spine. The shock of that whole thing, yeah. Yeah, just shock. So now... Michael Tierra, the famous herbalist, went there, investigated these two ladies, could find no cases of cures. But he didn't investigate my friend Judy Utley. Now, maybe it was consciousness. Maybe it was solar nutrition. It wasn't because she gave up smoking. She chain-smoked all the time. She never gave up chain-smoking. She did carry flushes. She did all that kinds of things. But it was the big hole in her back that cured her. And this was known by doctors back before radiation that a, a shock would make a person uh, live, uh, would, would reverse cancer. It can also reverse heart disease. A heart attack can reverse cancer, and a cancer can reverse a heart attack, and on okay. and on. Fair Acid enough, though. Alkaline. I think we skipped over the vitamin C in Dr. Nunley. Are you saying <laughs> that you, it could have been just total placebo that he believed? And that would it could have been shock too. What do you mean shock? It's a shock to get. It's a shock to get an IV. It's oh, the okay. sticking of a needle alone. Wow. And Ray Peters talked about this. The needle alone going into your arm is a shock. Think of it. Hmm. We are conditioned. Oh, a bee sting. Uh, uh oh, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> so when the needle strikes your arm, you go into a unconscious shock effect from needles so our whole needle you know you ever feel needled it's the same type of thing uh -huh. so that could explain it or in some cases taking vitamin c one time only can make a cure whether it's out of the bottle or it's elsewhere so i don't knock it if he got if he got rid of his als which is caused by yellow fat disease so he didn't get rid of the lipopuscum but i'm glad he was walking and everything so that is excellent oh that's you know what was your line about anything can cure anything and everything can cure what was it how do you say that uh, Anything can cause anything, yeah. and anything can cure anything, and yeah. I credit that to Steve Shiver, who yeah. was the first person who gave me that rule. I, I thought it was from a Donald Lay, but he got that from chiropractic college from some uh, source we'll have to ask him about. Adam, is, uh, we're going to do a little break, but before we do, is, um, is there any time when you would take uh, uh, iodine med medicinally for a short time? Any is there any reason to do that? Because I know that you're, and Ray Pete both, we're not big on iodine, right? If I was on a mountaintop for two years and couldn't get any regular uh, food from any place else, then I would probably take it. Otherwise, no. However, there might be might be reasons to shock yourself and uh, if a radiation cloud came over, I might take potassium iodide mm -hmm. because even the CDC knows that 
And, and Ray Pete was very firm about this. You can take a large dose of iodine one or two times or ten times and not have an effect. It's the constant buildup of assaulting your body. It's like a, cancer can start by, I cut myself. Next day, I cut myself. Next day, I cut myself. That's the kind of thing you get. And iodine as an irritant, one cut, hey, that's kind of a tonic, you know. Look, I can heal that. I did it. And it's healed several times. But when you do it every day, then it's a problem. So taking it for an atomic cloud and maybe some other situations, if I thought about it enough, could be good for a short period of time. Yes, before the adrenal kickback. What's the adrenal kickback? That, again, is what Ravisi noticed when you would take uh, omega-3 fatty acids, that it would, the, the, the liver uh, and, the, well, the adrenals particularly would kick back and attack the entire body mm. because it thought it was under attack. It was mistaken that it was under attack. But, see, autoimmune diseases just don't happen out of thin air. The body has to think it's an attack, and it is an attack because too much of yellow fat disease causes aging. So it said, the body says, I want to stop aging. Well, it does it a bit inappropriately, yeah. <laughs> but at least you survive to, uh, you survive to age. Uh, you know, omega-3s can actually be stopped, can stop the growth of cancer. And if you, uh, since they turn off immunity, if you're getting a liver transplant, then I would tell people when that liver first goes in, take omega-3 fatty acids for a month because the, the first reaction to a liver transplant or any transplant, seven days, then 28 days. Well, isn't that convenient that you have six weeks to take cod liver oil or fish oil? And so... 28 days is well within that range. So if you wanted to take cod liver oil, when I experimented with it, I would, way before I ever heard of Ray Pete, I would take cod liver oil for one month mm -hmm. and then uh, maybe uh, you would probably be okay if you took it for one month every three months. So like a seasonal thing of one month. Uh, but uh, if unless you needed vitamin a which you can get easily from other products or vitamin d just go out in the sun yeah uh it's easy what would be a um a symptom that if one wanted to use cod liver oil for a month or three weeks to use it as a medicine what would be going on in the body where it might be useful to do that a, a non-metastasizable <clears throat> cancer hmm. Because if you get it early enough, uh, cod liver oil could stop it. Wow. Fish oil, even, hmm. yeah, or eating salmon or eating sardines could actually stop it if you get it at the beginning. Uh, then you get more complications later. And which is worse, cancer or aging? <laughs> which one kills you first? It's, well, you're not going to get to 90 if you get cancer at 30. And so then old age could be a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just do the, I'll just do the old thing. That'll be, that'll be better. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I am, you'll never hear me say avoid. Uh, well, sometimes, Something. but minimize is my main theme. 
minimize. Even with omega-3s, I say minimize. You can't avoid them. The only way you can get no omega-3s, and Ray Pete even gave this up, is get a refined coconut oil. Even coconut oil has omega-3s. Palm oil has even more, and uh, butter has what two percent omega-3s yeah. well you're not going to give up butter you're not going to give up uh olive oil which has yeah, as much as 10 percent sometimes ray p doesn't know it but because i'm familiar with the olive industry out here sometimes you can have 40 percent omega-3s in some olive oil no kidding so it's good to know what yeah the the, the lower the pressure the uh the better the closer to sea level the better the olive oil is going to be for you. Yeah, but you're in California, and I'm sure sea level has risen about 10 feet because of global warming, so, you know. <laughs> no, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, again, and I've gone on about this, I have not seen the beach rise one inch no. since I've lived here for 50 years. Just hasn't <laughs> happened, man. These people, Adam, they just make it up. I mean, I've seen pictures, I've, sh- I've mentioned this before, of the uh, the Statue of Liberty, right? And it's on a platform, a concrete thing. And 100 years ago, it's exactly the same height today. I mean, come on. And we, and we put that on face plant and they, they, uh, they put me in, you know, and fa- they flagged it as false information. What, is, what does Facebook care about the level of the water on the Statue of Liberty over 100 years? Ask yourself that question and who these people are. Right? Who are these people? <laughs> Same thing with AI. AI is supposed to know things. It knows the agenda. It gives you information. Of course, they are the you- agenda. Who, who's programming yeah. AI is the, the agenda people, right? Scott Adams has been experimenting with AI, and yeah. he asked an embarrassing questions. What happened on January 6th at the, at the uh, Capitol building? What does it say? It goes on with, uh, it says there was an insurrection. They were they tried to take over the country. Overthrow the government. And he yeah. said, no, they didn't. And, and the AI argued, yes, they tried to take over the country. They were protesting. No one came there to, except a few. There were sure. some bad apples. Yeah. But it was, they just protested and walked walked in no and ai is arguing no so ai is woke yeah it's just all woke and it's just uh yeah. did you i saw a thing where now they're running with the idea that um, ai is going to be to predict the next pandemic that's good right these people are good they're, they're just good you, know, you got to give them credit they're pretty creative you know <laughs> Not really creative. It, but it's coming out of the Arctic too. It's coming you know? out. Oh, the yeah. Arctic! Oh, yeah, that's the Arctic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of the most ridiculous things. Uh, they must think we're really stupid, right? I mean, they must think we're really stupid. Well, here, here's the problem: the crowd is. I know. Because I blame the crowd. Gustav Le Bon knew that there would be no elite without leaders. There would be no <laughs> Hitler, no Stalin, no Biden, no Trump, no any of these leaders telling us what to do if we just we're really woke because 35% according to Le Bon cannot be redeemed they're going to be the ones projecting these leaders I mean look at King Charles that stuff should be over King Upchuck some people call him Uh, coronation and he's doing all kinds of things about digital currency the crown is responsible for it those days are supposed to be gone yet people worship him if no one worshipped King Upchuck, 
that would be the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you but, you have to be willing to be led, otherwise there would be no leaders, right? I mean, that's that's it. If you're not, if you were not, if everybody says I don't want to be led, all the leaders just fall away. What are they going to do? <laughs> I yeah, I blame the lead because uh, yeah, sure. With all the leaders telling us to wear masks and stuff, it was functionaries, useful idiots that told me put your mask on. It was COVID Karens. It was store owners. The, one time, a vibrant gal didn't have her mask on, and we walked in a uh, some little shop, and the clerk runs over to us put your mask on put your mask on mask police everywhere this was not trump this was not biden yeah, this was, was not Fauci. this was ordinary people snitching on other ordinary people if if you walk down the street here they said snitch on anybody tell anybody walks down the street without a mask or goes surfing without a mask you stop them and the beach was clear you weren't allowed on the beach oh my god COVID is on the beach it's attacking <laughs> it's, it's, i mean it, it, it's like, insanity I it know. was total insanity and people now they want us to forgive and forget you know i used to be a forgiving hippie even when i sent my draft notice into richard nixon to the draft notice i said i wish president nixon would get a hemorrhoid i wrote on the draft notice did you really i wrote it but but now uh uh it's uh it's a totally different world where uh it's crazy land it's just a totally different world it's just crazy land uh uh, governor abbott just signed a bill in texas saying no longer can any business or blah 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 tell anybody what they can do with mask or social it's just over just Forget it. It's done, which is pretty Excellent. cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's some disturbing things happening out of Florida. What is that thing they're hooking up now where you have to, to get a job? You have to have the government approve you to get a job? E-something? Uh, e, uh, are you talking about EAS? Is that the one where you uh, where if you get a job, the feds have to approve you now? You can't get a job. And it's supposed to stop the illegal aliens. And DeSantis is for that, and that is a bad move. Basically, it's it's your global ID, only under a different disguise. It's supposed to be for aliens, but now that they do that, it means they're they're watching you. And by the way, uh, see here's here's the headline from one of the local papers. If you can see it, see. surveillance. I don't know if you can see that or yeah. not. So is but that see a- the surveillance? They're, uh, Montecito now, they're putting cameras in everywhere to protect people's properties. All the celebrities have cameras that the government is putting in for them. They're putting them on the street. Anyone who enters Montecito here, they're going to identify them by license plate. They can see if you have a dent on your car so that uh, in case you had a hit and run, they're putting it in all the elementary schools and all the schools, cameras, 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 and they're they're all going to have it tied into your financial CBDC or this uh, E something. One of your listeners may know what the name of it is that DeSantis signed. Very dangerous, slippery slope. I think it's EA. I think it's EAS. It's something, something like that. Like, Basically, you can't get a job without the government checking your records anymore in Florida. If, if it passes, I think it's about to pass, but it's almost a sure thing, according to what I heard, that DeSantis is going to sign that bill. Let's see. I think uh, 
Order Florida Birth Certificate. I don't know. Let's see. EAS plan, Florida Association of Broadcasters. No. I think the safest place is, I never have trusted uh, Florida, and I never have trusted DeSantis, who was a lawyer at Gitmo, for God's sake. Oh, good. He has a bad history of just going with the flow. And yes, right now, it's a good place to be. If you're a traveler, I'd go to Florida. But pretty soon, it's going to be worse than California. You'll see that. Texas right now is looking pretty good from some of the things that are happening there. What is What state? Texas. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty good. Now, I'm kind of a, you know, kind of a yes, no, maybe on, on DeSantis because he's running with a thing and the, he's they're going to pass a bill soon that the whole central bank digital currency is not, not welcome. It's illegal in Florida. You can't do it. You can't do it. But that... But then they get you the other way. See, they're basically, it's like uh, the 15-minute city and then the Trump city. It's the same thing. So what are they they going to get you another way to balance on the central bank digital currency? Because you can't get a job in Florida without the government approving you. And that's the same thing. Yeah, but that's that's separate, Adam, isn't it, from the money thing? It's the money thing, because if you can't go to work, how are you going to make money? And even now, it's already damaging the economy because a lot of they're having trouble finding employees already uh, with that being used free because right now it is being used. But he was going to make it mandatory. Is that the only state that has made it mandatory? I think Florida will be the only state that made it mandatory. And that's the kind of thing I see happening in Florida because who is supporting DeSantis? The Bushes. Yeah, well, that's that's a problem. Yeah, when you get that, when send me that thing on Florida. I want to. I think it's E A A S, isn't it? Environmental. It stands for environmental this and that, and it's a whole program that that actually in Texas they outlawed companies from joining up with this E A A S thing. You know, so Abbott is he's a kind of a rhino because he hasn't taken care of the border which he could have at any, you know, he's finally doing something. But I don't think any of these guys are really the real deal. I mean, you can't trust any of them, right? <laughs> They're all got, they all got issues. Yeah, they all got issues. Yeah. We will, in this next election, we will be voting for two mass murderers. Trump, who did all the damage, and Biden, who followed up with all the damage. Yeah. The Trump shot, that's the reason they, they said, oh, it's not mandatory, according to Trump. But you lose your job, you lose your funding, and how do you think California got its money? From Trump. California was going down the tube, and then Trump saved it. They went from $50 billion below to $50 billion above. But now what has DeSantis done? Governor Uhal has spent all that money, and now California is in real debt. Real. So someone has to bail them out again because reparations? I mean... <laughs> Well, you know, one of the even though we know Adam Bergstrom that all politics is performance art and it doesn't matter, we control our lives. But it's sometimes fun to talk about. It. But uh, I am kind of interested in DeSantis and what you say about him because I think I don't think Trump is going to even run. I they're after him. I don't know if you saw the latest on this Giuliani, Giuliani, and getting sued by this woman who he and Trump were selling um, allegedly selling pardons for $2 million each. And uh, Giuliani was getting a million and Trump was getting a million. And uh, 
I, I don't think Trump even runs. I think they're going to head him off at the pass. So I, in my opinion, that I is, think that is true. You know, that is true. Yeah. Uh, because certain people, uh, I know personally certain people who approached uh, uh, Giuliani for that. And was, unless you had a certain amount of money, you, you weren't it. part. Wow. Think of all the people he could have could have pardoned. Assange, Assange? Uh, Leonard yeah. Pellet there. Oh, but yeah. he only yeah. took the the people who had lots of money that were recommended by Giuliani. Giuliani, of course, was the guy who brought Building 7 down yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. This yeah. guy is bad He's a news. rat. He's a dirty rat. And, uh, he uh, is. <laughs> and who's the, who's the guy? Oh, Roger Stone. You know, Roger Stone... Just supported Trump and wouldn't testify and all that, and he got a pardon. Boom, boom, like yep. that. Yeah, from Trump. But you know, Roger Stone. Uh, the interesting thing about Trump is he again is a figurehead, and he's a personality. I love oh, what he did yeah, at, I mean, uh, yeah, at sure. CNN. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> love the guy calling people cockroaches and everything. That I love about him. But uh, but you know the the they tried to get him uh, involved with crime. But I happen to know personally that the crime families looked at Trump and said, that guy is too stupid to even approach. Really? So even though he was in the casino business, he was relatively clean because they regarded him as too stupid to even approach. <laughs> it's a good thing he doesn't drink alcohol, you know, it would have been yeah. worse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Trump superheroes. But you got to admire him. He's an entertainer. Oh, he comes from man, Hollywood. He's a smart he guy. He knows, TV. He, yeah, he knows what he's doing. And and he, he's got he does. he's got did you see the polls of between he and, and DeSantis? He's beaten him by forty points. I mean yeah. it's like he's a rock star, Trump is a rock star. He, he yeah. He, he is a rock star. You know, <laughs> he he he's just fun to watch everything he does. He causes a commotion everywhere he does. And he's a lot smarter in many ways. He he's smart enough to market Trump is yeah. what he does. He's not that good a businessman. Other businessmen who have supported him, the Trump name is there, and he's an entertainer, and he's a brilliant entertainer. He's hilarious. <laughs> oh, he is. Did you? I watched some of that CNN thing. Boy, he was. Did you see him to the lady who was the uh, the the, uh, the the interviewer? And she was too. He, he says you're really nasty. <laughs> That's what he said to her. I know. <laughs> I know. Whoa, Donald. <laughs> Chill out. And the CNN viewers got really uptight. They said, you brought that guy on. So yeah. CNN is in hot water now. They're going down the tube. Uh, did, you, did you see the ratings? They're like, you know, Alex Jones got more listeners than CNN. I mean, you know, they're not even true. They're not even close. Oh. True. It's really, yeah. politics is really hilarious. I mean, it's, it's just worth the price of admission, you know. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, I do enjoy that part of it, you know. <laughs> it is. Okay, we got to do a little break here. Stay there, Adam. Adam Brookstrom, and when we come back from the break, Adam's going to tell you all about uh, his uh, place of business there, which is uh, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobotic Nutrition with a book, and then his, his uh, place would be the um, solartiming.com. He's going to tell you all about that and where to get the books and what books to get and where all the bodies are buried. But they're not buried there because he doesn't kill anybody. And, you know, that's because he's a cool guy. Okay, so um, how about this? This is something good to try. It's a great product. It is Colostrum from Sir Thrival. Check it out. 
For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube.